This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. G'day and welcome to Metal 2 Metal Metalheads Radio. Local, national and international news, interviews and the latest new releases brought to you by NPR, Metal 2 People's Radio. G'day and welcome to Metal 2 Metal Metalheads Radio. This week we're going to be having a Christmas special because Christmas is here tomorrow. Um, so we're going to be featuring a whole lot of Christmas music and then we'll have an interview at the end of it with um, uh, the band Sonata Arctica who are uh, just releasing, or about to release an acoustic album so um, without further ado we'll kick off into some Christmas music um, it's that time of year we've got a whole lot of weird stuff that we've sort of picked up over the years and we're just going to um, see what we have so first off we're going to kick off with the tra- oh, a track from uh, Rob Halford um, and a, a track called Donna and Blitzen and then we're going to have something from Lemmy with uh, Run Rudolph Run. Yeah. 
Metal to Metal, Metal Heads Radio, proudly brought to you by NPR Metal to People's Radio. you a Merry Christmas, and then we're going to have something uh, slightly off-centre, uh, we're going to have um, This Is Halloween, but this comes from the movie uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas, 
so it is a Christmas song, um, and we're going to be playing the Marilyn Manson version, so that's very cool. So, um, without further ado, here is Jeff Scott Soto with a Wish You a Merry Christmas. Wish you a Merry Christmas, wish you a Merry Christmas, wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
Metalatoo Metal Metalheads Radio, proudly brought to you by NPR Metalatoo People's Radio. section uh, are going to be from two older gentlemen in rock one passed away one's still going extremely well uh, we've got alice cooper with a claw uh, santa claus is coming to town uh, and then we're going to have ronnie james dio with uh, rest ye merry gentlemen s-a-n-t-a-c-l-a-w-s 
Oh! 
Metal to Metal, Metal Heads Radio, proudly brought to you by NPR Metal to People's Radio. Let nothing you dismay Remember Christ the Savior Was born on Christmas Day To save us all from Satan's power When we were gone astray Oh, times of comfort and joy Comfort and joy,
support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate. G'day and welcome to Battle 2 Metal, Metalheads Radio. Local, national and international news, interviews and the latest new releases brought to you by NPR, Battle of Two Peoples Radio. And for this section we're keeping with the Christmas theme and we're going to have the first track from Typo Negative and the track Red Water, Christmas Morning. Uh, then we're going to have something from Tim Ripper Owens and the track Santa Claus is Back in Town.
Manawatu Metal Metalheads Radio, proudly brought to you by NPR Manawatu People's Radio.
amazing how many bands or artists have done Christmas songs. Uh, so now we're going to get on to another one from Rob Halford because he, he's done a whole album of them actually. Um, we're going to have something from him with Oh Little Town of Bethlehem and then something from Striper with the track Reason for the Season.
Metal to Metal, Metalheads Radio, proudly brought to you by NPR, Metal to People's Radio.
And to round off this section, we're going to have something from Corey Taylor with his Christmas song. Uh, quite a bit different from the last two. There ain't nothing more depressing than a pine tree gussied up with candy canes and balls. Those carolers have kept me up for hours. It's Merry Christmas seeping through my walls. Now, I'm no Wiccan coming nut or nothing, but there's one damn holiday that I can't stand. It ain't Halloween or Thanksgiving or even April Fool's, but it'll surely make a fool out of every man. Ha! If I ain't drunk, then it ain't Christmas. You know where to stick those single bells. If I ain't hammered, it ain't Hanukkah. And all you motherfuckers go to hell. If I ain't cock-eyed, it ain't Kwanzaa. Joy to the world, Jack and Coops. If I ain't drunk, then it ain't Christmas. Cause I ain't never anything but broke. Every year the malls are just a madhouse Full of empty pockets, thoughts, and smiles Just the smell of eggnog makes me vomit And those colored lights are fucking infantile I think we collectively as a people Should rise against this corporate jolly noise And tell the world let's buy some peace and quiet for a change Before we spend it all on fucking toys so if I ain't drunk, then it ain't Christmas You know where to stick those jingle bells If I ain't hammered, it ain't hunker la 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 go fuck yourself If I ain't cock-eyed, it ain't Kwanzaa Joy to the world, getting stoked If I ain't drunk, then it ain't Christmas so leave this goddamn screws the fuck alone. Ha! Merry fucking Christmas. If you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the KiwiFruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show. G'day and welcome to Battle 2 Metal, Metalheads Radio. Local, national and international news, interviews and uh, the latest new releases brought to you by NPR, Battle of Two Peoples Radio. Okay, for this last uh, Christmas section, uh, first off we're going to kick something off with uh, Chuck Billy uh, from the band Testament uh, with a track, A Silent Night. Uh, and then we're going to have something with a from Twisted Sister, and we're going to have Heavy Metal Christmas, the 12 Days of Christmas. <laughs>
Radio proudly brought to you by NPR Manila to People's Radio.
two Christmas songs here. First off we're going to have something from Corn with the track Kidnap the Sandy Claws um, and then we're going to have something from Striper again with uh, their main uh, the song that really was their Christmas song and that's Winter Wonderland so uh, and you hear that quite often on the bloody TV actually. That's one that uh, had some pretty commercial success but uh, back to uh, the other uh, track we're going to be playing as I said is Corn with Kidnap the Sandy Claws and it's up first so here we go.
Metalatu Metal Metal Heads Radio, proudly brought to you by NPR Metalatu People's Radio. Alright guys, we're gonna do some Christmas singing. Tim and Oz, why don't you guys help me out? Oh man, I got a cold. You're sick again? Bob, come on man, you're my brother, don't leave me hanging. I don't know man, I better stick to the drums. Alright, shine you guys, man, I'll do it myself. Slay the three. Okay, now to have the, the last two songs for Christmas this year are uh, going to be something from Rob Halford with uh, the first Noel, and then finish it off with Majestica and This Christmas. So, Merry Christmas from us here. Uh, we've still got one section of the show, but um, as far as the Christmas thing is done, that's it. Well and truly over. Thank you. Noel, the angels did say, was to 
Radio proudly brought to you by NPR Metal Two People's Radio.
support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate. G'day and welcome to Battle 2 Metal, Metalheads Radio. Local, national and international news, interviews and the latest new releases brought to you by NPR, Battle of Two People's Radio. Okay, for this last section we were lucky enough to talk with Henrik from the band Sonata Arctica. Uh, before we do, we're going to play the track the, um, the Rest of the Sun Belongs to Me and then we will get into the interview. Enjoy. <laughs>
Uh, G'day, we're talking with Henrik from the band Sonata Arctica. They're about to release in early January or mid-January Acoustic Adventures Volume 1. You must be extremely excited about having this coming out, Henrik. Absolutely. I mean, it's uh, the album has been done now for, I think, a year or something like that. So it's uh, <laughs> uh, we have been really looking forward to, to finally getting it out. I mean, um, we were supposed to put it out uh, in the fall already, but we had to delay it a little bit because uh, some of the shows were uh, cancelled. So so now finally, finally we get to put it out and people get to hear what we've been doing. Oh, mate, that's absolutely exciting. I mean, it must be incredibly frustrating from what I've read. You guys were meant to be out on tour at this point, and <laughs> unfortunately, COVID seems to have gotten in the way and messed things up. Uh, yeah, it's been like this now for quite some time, actually. It's uh, you schedule tours and you announce them, and then you cancel or you postpone, and then again. And so, I mean, we've been. Uh, we have been lucky enough to play a few festivals in Finland this year, and uh, and we did a, a club tour in Finland as well. Uh, uh, so we have been able to play some shows, but it's uh, the situation is horrible. <laughs> uh, oh, but that that so of course perfect. is yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that's probably no news to anybody at this point. <laughs> Well, that's it. I mean, at least it's um, something that's uh, universally shared at the moment. There's, you're not alone in this one, even though however frustrating and um, that it yeah. would be. <laughs> anyway, you guys um, first went off and started these, I guess, these acoustic adventures by playing a few sets and, and tours and all that. Um, could you t- tell us a little bit about doing it for starters and then taking it from doing it as a set um, into the studio? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I think if you go back like 10 years or so, we had, a, we had a, a short acoustic segment on one of the tours. I think it was on, on the Days of Grace in, in Europe. We played like two or three songs in the middle of the set uh, acoustically. And um, after that, sometimes we played at, the, at some radio show or something, but it was just really just a few songs here, a few songs there. Um, then in 2016, uh, just before the summer festivals, uh, we were trying to think about what can we do differently because we had an album out like uh, a few years earlier. So it would have been, I think, the third summer with the same uh, same songs or with the same album. So we wanted to do something different and we decided to do festivals acoustically and um, some some promoters were happy and some were, weren't that happy, but at least we tried it and it worked. And then a few years later, we did a, did a European tour and a Finnish tour, uh, bringing it a little bit further and actually working on the arrangement more than the first time. And then, of course, eventually we got to the point where, where people started asking, you know, when I when I going to do an acoustic album and, and so with all this that's going on now that you can tour, then uh, we already in the, uh, had a contract negotiated for, for the acoustic albums. So uh, so it was just a matter of, okay, let's do this now when we can't do anything else. Uh, but it was the, yeah. it was pre-planned anyway. Excellent. So could you tell us a little bit about the writing the new versions, essentially, and, and re-recording them all? Because, I mean, I mean, it must have been quite a trip in itself. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we took uh, first we took uh, the set list from from the tours and chose uh, 
most of the songs from there because those had already worked out arrangements uh, that we then uh, just uh, maybe altered a little bit in the studio. But but that there we had like the base uh, chunk of songs. And then after that, we just uh, started trying, uh, you know, different songs and see if we could uh, make them sound uh, good or different or something. And then some stuff was left on the on the chopping board because it didn't work out. And, and of course, we have now, I think, 10 albums out. So there's a lot of, uh, of songs to choose from. And, yeah. uh, and there's the, <laughs> so, so it's a bit tricky, but uh, but we tried, of course, to do take the songs that, that that we know people like and and of course also take songs that people maybe haven't paid that much attention to uh, like uh, the rest of the sun uh, belongs to me which is a uh, uh, it was a Japanese bonus track back in 2003 so uh, stuff like that but it's yeah it was um uh, it was pretty tricky at times but um, the way we worked we were like we went uh, into the studio just the band without tony and started trying out these songs and uh, as soon as we got something together we, we started to record and we recorded everything together live and uh, without a click track on top of that so it it was uh, it was a bit hard at times you know because you need to get all four guys focused and at once and and now uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> But, uh, well, I mean, that's, I mean, that would have been quite hard, like you say. I mean, getting, but you, you capture the vibe and everything, and, and, and that's it. I mean, it shows the songs for what they are as well. I mean, that must have been one of the the joys of, I guess, of getting to explore these songs again, uh, strip them back and, and all that. I mean, you must have found some, some new strengths, so to speak, in some of these songs or some little hidden gems that you didn't quite realise and you were able to pull out and polish. I mean, how much of it was new discoveries and, and, and um, sort of, you know, new things that you were able to do that, you know, just tweaked? That, you know, how, how much fun was that? Well... Uh, it was a lot of fun and and yeah really like you said you have to strip uh, strip the songs back to and and uh, for example on our albums we have a lot of stuff a lot of backing vocals a lot of keyboards uh, a lot of things going on at once and then when you do it acoustically and you have four guys playing then it was really uh, essential to figure out who is going to play what and how can we make it work and what of the stuff that is in the song on the album which are the essential parts and which are just the stuff that we don't need for this uh, for this version so uh, it was a lot of thinking and trying and uh, and we had uh, Miko Tegelman our producer with us in the studio which was a lot lot of help because uh, a lot of times you're just focusing on trying to play the song right and uh, and yeah. with with the help of a producer he can focus on just listening and then pointing out like maybe you shouldn't play that much here or play more here or, and stuff like that so so it was a trial and error and, and and a really interesting process and on top of that we recorded two albums at the same time so we had like 24 25 songs to work with oh wow that was a mission um <laughs> i want to ask you about um because normally you you, you play guitar um, on stage and, and through the, the rest of it. But um, how much uh, of this were you able to bring in uh, sort of different instruments for yourself? I mean, like, I mean, I love some of the big Hammond organs that you, you're playing in there and, and traditional piano and things like that. I mean, these were new things that you were able to bring to the music. Uh, and how, how much of that was, um, you know, having to create new things? Uh, well, of course, I mean, 
when you play the piano uh, or when you don't play the piano for a while, <laughs> you have to, to work on it to, to get your uh, left hand back in action. So <laughs> that, that required some work. But yeah, um, I used um, I used the real Hammond organ, but uh, not as distorted as I usually use it. And then uh, we had an upright piano, uh, electric piano and uh, and then the, I used some uh, a little bit of mellotron, a little and, and some synth pad on some songs, but that was basically it. So it was really uh, like a limited amount of different kind of sounds uh, compared to what I, I normally use. So of course that's a, the mindset is, is quite different from from what we normally do. Excellent. So could you tell us a little bit about the, the selection criteria that you would have guys had to go through? I mean, like you say, you guys have got a hundred plus songs, so I mean, it must have been fairly difficult to nail down. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, yeah, well, as I said, I mean, we started with the stuff that we played live, but um, the main idea was that we were trying to get uh, songs from every album. And, and try to to make it. I mean, try to make a sort of a best of collection, and then with just the versions being different. So um, I think the main criteria was that just to make sure that we get uh, songs from the, from from all albums. That was the first point, and the second one was just you know whatever works. So we didn't really have okay. Oh, of course, you know, some songs like Full Moon or Talalak we felt obligated to do, but. Uh, but other than that, uh, the mind criteria was to just, you know, if it works, then we can do it. If it doesn't work, then let's take something else. Excellent. And so you've got the first one, volume one, coming out um, mid to late January. Um, how far after that is volume two? Uh, well, I I don't think we have the official date or a set date yet, but we're talking about the autumn because uh, these are connected uh, in the way that we, we as said, we, we recorded this at the same time. So so I think the plan is to release the first one now and uh, the second one in the autumn or in fall, fall next year. Excellent. So through the whole writing and all that sort of stuff um, and, and through all these new workings and all that sort of stuff, what would you say would be the track that you were most proud of or the, the, the favourite one that you worked on and, and created something new with? Um, I think the one that's going to be the second single, uh, it's called For the Sake of Revenge. Um, I think that one somehow we managed to ca capture something that wasn't there on the original, and uh, uh, it was a track from Unia back in 2007. And, and during that tour, we played it a few times live, but it, it's really not have been. A, it hasn't been a song that that, that we put on a frame, or, or ha, ha, the song hasn't been in the forefront before. And, and it's also a song that we did not play live on the acoustic tours. Um, so I'm I was a bit surprised. How it turned out, I think the rest of the guys were as well, and uh, but I think I think that we managed to do something something uh, something really cool with that song. Oh man, that's absolutely brilliant. Um, so I mean, how important is it for you guys as a band to be doing stuff like this? I mean, you've been with the band for almost twenty years now. I mean, I mean that's a long time. How much? How important is this? And and how much is it about keeping the band fresh? Um, and, and helping you guys bond and all that sort of stuff, yeah. 
Uh, I think it's very important. Uh, of course, now when we have been off, off the road for, for almost a couple of years, uh, I'm sure we're happy to do anything together. But, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think um, if we would only do acoustic stuff, uh, that would be too much. You know? So I, th I think it's cool to every once in a while uh, you know, sit down and, 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 and do, do this kind of, uh, of things, you know, do a short tour, maybe record an album, uh, just, you know, to shake things up. But, but I, I wouldn't want to do this for like, you know, put out an album and tour for two years or something like that, because I, I, I prefer the heavier stuff. But, but I think it's, it, yeah, as you said, keeping the band fresh, I think for that purpose, this is really good. And, and also, um, it's so much more delicate uh, uh, because it's so so much uh, stripped down, so you have to to pay attention to details uh, in a bit different way. So so yeah, I think um, I, I think it's really good and it's really healthy for for everybody to be a little bit outside of our comfort zone. Well, that's right. And I mean, and the other thing is that adds freshness to these songs. That you know, um, you know, you guys have been playing for twenty plus years. I mean, when it comes to going back to playing electric and all that, are you guys going to incorporate, uh, you know, some of these arrangements or anything back, if you know what I mean, back into the songs? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think so, but you never know. And I think, of course, it does, it does affect us somehow. You know how we approach. Uh, the electric stuff. I mean, there has to be some influence, but it's it's really hard to put your finger on it, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I guess time will tell once you guys get out on the road and, um, you know, take it and see see how it goes. I mean, how, how yeah. um how are things going with that for you guys? Are you going to be able to get out on the road very, uh, anytime soon? I mean, are you going to be able to release shows or anything like that? Uh, yeah, the plan is to tour, to play shows in in Finland. Uh, in the autumn but uh you know with the situation uh, these days when somebody asks where are you going on tour i say the plan is because it, it seems that everything <laughs> changes all the time so it's like <laughs> i don't want to be negative but, but somehow it's it's just uh i've been deleting so many shows from my uh, calendar these last few years so uh, you know i believe the shows will happen when we get there but uh, but as for now um we have a finished uh, tour booked uh, for for the spring Oh, uh, man, the acoustic stuff, and then uh, then we go back to to playing electric and, and summer festivals and, and so on. Oh, mate, brilliant! You must be hanging out for this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, mate, that's absolutely killer. So, with that in mind, uh, have you guys been um, writing anything else? Are you writing new material? It's been like two years since the last album. Uh, no, not really right now. I mean, I don't know what Tony is doing, but uh, since um, usually the way uh, the way we work is that Tony brings a bunch of demos and we start to listen to them and talk about it, and then we take it from there. Um, but right now, um, for this, the whole year of 2022, it's just basically we have rescheduled and, and new shows booked like till the end of the year. So uh, we're not going to go into the studio next year anyway. And uh, depending on, on what happens and how many shows we get to play, uh, I think the plan is that uh, that in 2023, so about a year from now, then we get together and, and start working on the next album. So uh, as long as he, he got songs ready by then, we're good. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant, mate. 
And so for yourself, have you still got other projects that you're out doing at the same time? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, I try to keep myself busy and record stuff at home when, when I have the time, but it's, um, uh, we just actually, we are about to sign a, sign a deal with the a trash metal band called Mental Care Foundation, which, where I'm, uh, I'm the singer. So, so we're going to have an album coming out, I think next spring at some point, uh, the album is already recorded and, and we made a video as well. So, so we're just waiting for, uh, uh, waiting to get uh, get the deal done with the label, and then we're going to see when it's going to be released. Oh man, that's absolutely fantastic! Something else to look forward to. Yeah. Oh mate, that's absolutely brilliant. Hey, um, I've just uh, just about running out of time, so I've got um, one last question for you before we let you go, um, and that is um, words of advice for young musicians. Well, in this situation, it's not the best business to be in, but <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think um, I, well, I think the most important thing is is to enjoy it and 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 keep it fun because uh, at some point it gets really serious, <laughs> so so you're gonna have time for that as well. And I I would say uh, for me, when I was growing up, the the main thing was to play different kinds of music with different kinds of people and and, and just you know um, uh, a lot of people spend I mean it's important to spend spend time practicing your instrument but I think I think the main, main thing for me in music is to play together with other people because that that's when something happens and so I would say I mean if you're young you're starting out you know find uh, find some friends and, and try to play something together and and enjoy it I mean that that's where it starts and don't think too much about what's going to happen next because it, it happens or it doesn't happen. But um, yeah, I think, yeah, play, play music with other people because that, that's the way you learn the best.